Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPN NBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN store. So with that, we will start. Out of no reason. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, your host here on the show. Picks with bits for tobacco use only for the next five hours. I'll be like, no, it won't be five hours. Sometimes it feels like it. I've been told it feels like five hours. No, I haven't. Um, I should start the clock as well. I have to do so many things. See, I am the man in the box, if you don't know. If you ever see me on... Uh, Online on my socials, I I uh, I cut clips from the show or I do my own little promos for the show called Man in a Box from a segment which I will be doing of course today, and people like tell me yeah I like those I don't know what your show is I don't want anything to do with that anything that's over a minute but I like that minute thing you do just do that yeah well that's not you you don't make money from that not that I make a lot of money from this but. You have to put more, more into it. Anyway, welcome to the show, especially if you're here on YouTube. Go ahead and type into the comments. We're going to have a lot of things. A lot of, I'm actually going to have interesting, engaging, not interesting, but engaging topics where our comments would be helpful. That's what they, that's what you're supposed to do in radio and whatever. When you have listeners, so you're supposed to give them a reason to call them because I said before, that's how they know ratings in radio. They still buy who calls in. So you have to give them reasons to call in. You have to engage. They do that on Twitter, too, and shit like that on social media. It's all engagement. Hey, what's the song that you know now? Your kids wouldn't do it. Like, it's just fucking generic questions because people just want to be nostalgic and ask it. And it's just, it's just to get, it's selfish just to get their engagement up. Anyway, sorry. What am I talking about? I, I start this show as terribly as you possibly can. I like to get that out of the way first. And now let me give a basic outline. People like to tell you that to producers. Like, producers don't know what talent is. I'll just say that. That's why I produce my own show. Terribly at that. But, you know, you can do you can do fun things like uh, say fun sound drops. Like, you know. Mr. Why would Mr. Jones come up? Why is that even a sound bite? Um... But the outline would be we're going to recap uh, some games. A lot of bombs I gave out Monday that hit big. Uh, NBA and NHL. It's NBA playoff season. It's NHL playoff season. Ice and hardwood. I'm doing much better on the ice. Um, I'll give out more NBA and hockey bombs for the weekend for the next couple of days. And I will have a man in a box. That's the preview. That's the outline. Let's get right to it. Uh, the hockey, the ice bombs. I gave out nine of them for the first, for game one. We have a system, an ice dog system, and it hit seven and two, baby. Not only did it go seven and two, but the system itself, um, it's not even completely over with yet. That's what's amazing about it. Those two losses can still become wins. You know, because the system, if you remember, is we play the dogs. 
the first two games because you don't think they're going to go oh two. You're hoping they split one one. If they win the first game, like six of them did, you're great. We you, you shut it down. And if they lose the first game, then you go ahead and play them again in the second game. Hopefully to get that chop, and you still come up plus money because they're both plus money bets. So we went seven and two. I also tossed in a bonus bet of the under, which came in on that Islanders game easily. We're gonna do that again. Um, so we went seven and two with a chance, with a chance of going nine and zero. Oh, basically, I mean, it's still we'll, we'll prove what kind of system where the losses can still be wins. That's the absurdity of hockey, and that's what you have to do. And that's why I'm good at that's why I'm good at hockey and um, betting. Because it's an absurd, hilarious sport, and you have to know you have to know how to think, like the father, like this ridiculous sport that it is. You can't use logic; you have to toss that right out. It's just great. It's just so funny. Yo, the intensity cranks up during uh, NHL playoffs. Obviously, playoffs of any any sport, it gets more intense, more defense. Well, we always enjoy uh, uh, the best form of defense in hockey is to lie down. That's what that's what defense is in hockey. Lie down on the ground, like there's a <laughs> like it's a, shoot, a mass shooting drill. Everyone, get down, lie down, make yourself flat. If he's going to shoot it, lie down and take a rubber puck to your ribs at 200 miles an hour. These guys are maniacs. Winnipeg last night got slashed, a skate to his face, got 75 stitches in his face. They said it looked like he got attacked by a shark. He he came back. He barely missed a period. <laughs> These guys are fucking maniacs. Meanwhile, Zion over there has been uh, had a hamstring since uh, Christmas. No, they're not comparable. But, you know. That's why you got to come to a guy like me who can figure out these terms, you know, the hockey ice terms. Put the biscuit in the basket. I'm wearing my whaler hat. If you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, I was accused of being a hipster by uh, one of the head honchos, Ryan Kramer. Kramer, Sean Green in there in the front office giving me shit for having my whaler hat. Like I'm a hipster sports hat. What? You're out of your fucking mind. You throw that hipster term around me. I was there, pal. I was in the mall watching Kevin Deneen and Mike Liu. He was the goalie. Ronnie Francis. Brendan Shanahan. Shanahan. The whale tail. I was in the mall. I saw Mary Lemieux score four goals. Cherry picking against the whale tail. I've been in. I'm about Hartford. I'm about Hartford bookie. Hashtag. Well, my family's Hartford bookies, and they would bring me to they'd, my one uncle would bring me to the games uh, randomly, not not a lot. Many times I was going up there. I wasn't born in Philly. My dad went down to Philly, but my from Hartford, he'd bring me to the mall. It was amazing. The mall, you'd open the door. I mean, you go there. Literally, there's like a fucking merry-go-round there, you know, and a Jake or whatever the hell it is. Then you open this one door, and then there's a hockey arena. What the hell is that? How is it's like a magic trick? What's going on here? And he would just show his license. You know, know some guy, some Irish hoodlum would let him in, let us in. And we'd watch the whale tail lose as they go down to Carolina, our only real loss. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm about this life. 
I'm about this absurd hockey life. I'm about games in the mall. I think all hockey games should be in a mall, at least the mall parking lot. Like Jersey, their celebrations in the mall. Um, more arenas should be in the mall. Definitely, let me get the mall here. And anyway, we'll move on to that. Like I said, I am the. Uh, now that I go seven and two with with the with the chance for it to be nine and zero oh, coming tonight. I gave you such expertise. I do have to correct you. Some of my uh, some of my handicappings unorthodox to hot and hockey. Like for instance, like when I called uh, Connor McDavid, Connor McGregor for about ten full minutes last show. I might I might have turned off some people. Wait, does he think the MMA f- fighter is going to win the Conn Smythe Trophy? Maybe he could. Still has a chance. Vegas could use Vegas could use some help, but no. Obviously, I meant that other friggin' Mick Connor McDavid, who's the best player in uh, hockey. That's what I like to do. I like to mess up names on purpose and go with it. That's a that's an easy joke to do. But then when you do it too often, I realize I was listening to it. Oh, it just sounds like you don't know what you're talking about when you when you keep repeating it like that. Like for instance, when I do this. Play the famed NBA theme song by Peter Tosh, the great reggae legend. I know if it's not him, really. It's, uh, I don't know, Daniel Tesh or Tom, whatever the fuck his real name is. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> the point is... I'm not really sure of the point. The point is, yeah, the point, i tell you what, I do, I do respect that when... Um, people like, people like, like, back after this as a, as a Twitter account that, like... Holds people, you know, the sports media accountable for when they fuck up. Usually, my usually Mike Francesca, but other people too when they mess up names. Um, and it does sound embarrassing, but now, now that I just talk into this thing by myself, I, I'll never criticize someone for messing up a name because who cares? You realize you're just getting content out there, especially if I have no one here to correct me. It doesn't matter. You you know what I'm talking about. You get it. One of the Connors. One of the goddamn Connors is out there. Anyway. Ah, shout out to old fashioned football in the in the chat. That's my man J Mark, who I do the XFL show with, along with Colby D, which will be coming live for our week ten picks right after this, one thirty Pacific. So make sure you tune in for that. He says, "Go Blackhawks." He's a big Chicago fan. They are swerving into the land of irrelevance. Yep, they sure are, J Mark. Uh, who had the last game? Taze just had the last game. Uh, he was great. He was two way best two way player. Patrick Kane got all the hype because he was a young little uh, frat guy, drunk, quote unquote, might have raped. Um, and he was awesome, Kane. But Taze was the better player. I was in Chicago for those for the glory years. The thing about hockey, it is so funny because. It's exciting to watch live, of course. It's an exciting sport. And playoffs are exciting. And it's, and it's great to go for a ride with your team. And then you make a great point with the Blackhawks there. Because the Blackhawks, at one point, they weren't even on TV for their home games with their fucking old owner, Rocky, fucking what's his name. Uh, and because uh, their old man was a, uh, just, just a cheapskate. One of those, like, well, if they're not going to come to the stadium, then they're not, pl- not going to see it on TV. Then finally his son said, nah, that's not how things work. And then... um. 
Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, and then they finally became great, you know, and it's, and there's nothing better than when your team goes on a run. Every, the whole city's in on it and it's just a party. And then what they, they builds up the builds up, you know, and you're you're, you're involved in every game. It's exciting. You're learning the rules. Like, this is kind of ridiculous, but it's kind of great. What a ride. We're getting drunk. We're going to hang out the team afterwards because they, because they party where you guys party. It's not like the NBA where they're going to be in some club in a velvet rope you'll never get to. Hockey players will drink and drive right to your goddamn local dive bar and they'll do blow off the fucking off the off the hip tops off a waitress's text. and like it's crazy. But then the second they lose and they're eliminated, you like you wipe your hands clean. You're like, oh god, what was I thinking? It's like uh, <laughs> like like there is no emotional attachment. You drop it immediately. It's like being caught with like having an affair or something. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, Lord, I got a family I got to get home to. What was I? What was I doing with you, hockey? Jesus, you're gonna be cool about this. You're not gonna tell anyone, are you, hockey? You're not gonna tell basketball that I was doing this, were you? You're gonna be cool. All right, here, just keep this between us. Um. <laughs> Oh, I can show some comps. Um, this is great. I can do that. Kane was traded. Taze is now done. That is, yeah. It's been the same since Dustin. Dustin Bufflin, right? He was a thug. Then you got to have to have your one thug, too. Dustin Bufflin. Oh, welcome, America Casa, also. He says the incredibly intelligent words of Patrick Kane. <laughs> That's hockey, baby. And, um, it sure is. All right. Let me get to a quick ad read. And as I, that, that went a little too far, that, that hockey, hockey talk. That's what happens. Hockey gets me excited. Hockey gets me excited because it's so absurd and hilarious. It's, it's, it's easily my favorite sport to handicap because it makes no sense. And that's the only way you got to look at it. So now that you got that, let me tell you about underdog fantasy. The NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs are here. So what better get way to get down some player props and over at underdog fantasy, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Ooh, I was a little late on that one. Hope to hope that powers that be aren't listening to my show. They usually are. Never do. They never do. Um, like I said, all right, so we do have, uh, I'll give out more hockey bombs after going seven and two with a chance of being nine oh nine oh. The NBA, I keep chopping with NBA. There, NBA is funny too. I'm not. I'm not here to say the NBA is not funny. You know, it's uh, they they just have a different style of humor. You know, hockey has its own brand of humor. NBA has their own other brand of humor. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, we won with Sacramento and Cleveland. We lost with uh, Brooklyn and Atlanta. Um, Sacramento was Sacramento's the official team of the bottom line bombs. We gave them out a 50 to one to win a championship before the playoffs started and 20 to one to win the conference. They, that number's way gone now. Um, Cleveland won by 30. Uh, fun thing with that. See, didn't it? I like Cleveland a lot. Uh, this is my favorite couple weeks of the year. I say the illogical Knicks fans, just delusional Nick fans this when they when they think they're going to be relevant again, and they and, and they learn uh, what Tom Thibodeau does. They couldn't believe Julius Randle was in the game late. Like, you know, he went down hard with a foul. 
trying to come for a dunk. He got, um, well, what you doing in a game? Well, you have Tom Thibodeau as a coach. Hey, New York fans, let me, let me introduce you to what you have not been watching for the last couple of years. This is what Tom Thibodeau does. He gets everyone riled up for the regular season and they drive hard all the time for no reason other than no one else wants to do it. So that they, he gets to, he gets you in the playoffs that way because he has found a loophole. He finds a loophole where, hey, the rest of the league doesn't care about the regular season. Do you know that, guys? So we'll always, let's just do that all the time. And then come playoff time, people, everyone cares. So it's not the same thing. And then he, then he puts you out there until you get hurt. And then you have an excuse of why you didn't win a championship. It's kind of genius. Because you're not the Knicks aren't good enough to win a championship. But if you get your players hurt by running them into the ground, well, then everyone's got someone to blame. And that's all New York's looking for, something to blame. So congratulations, Knicks, on that. Uh, Atlanta and Brooklyn, I took the points with both of them in game two. <laughs> Cease and desist these series as Jesus. Games three and four, if necessary. Put the quote, put the parentheses around those. Are they necessary? I guess game three. We'll let you have that one at home for the for you know, fan appreciation night. But after this, let's pull the plug. Let's not go. Listen, we'll let you win one game, but it's not going to count for the series. All right, it's still going to be a sweep. They call it the gentleman sweep now. But we don't really need to play game five, do we? We can't have the Celtics or Sixers getting hurt over over the shenanigans that you guys do. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. <laughs> um. So tonight, let me see, when, when are these games? So we got three NBA games tonight. We'll just do that real quick. And two tomorrow. I, I'll i give out picks for tonight, but they won't be the official bombs. I mean, I'll th- unless they win, of course. <laughs> Only because when people listen to this, it's already tonight in the podcast. So except for all of you faithful here in the YouTube chat. Make sure you like that YouTube uh, video that you're watching right now, too. And subscribe if you don't mind. Um... Let's get into the Golden State Sacramento series, my favorite series. Here I said we we knew this was going to be the best series, and it's not disappointing. Two games were great in Sacramento. The place is fucking nuts. They they love Sacramento. Just loves being relevant of anything. They don't care. Not even just basketball. Anything. Just let us know that we matter, and they don't. They're a capital, of course, California. And people like making fun of it. And Shaq one time said, "LA is real capital." No. Sacramento is the perfect capital because that's what we do. We have each state has a big city and then they let some bullshit s- smaller city be the, be the capital because they'll do all the paperwork, you know, like Sacramento and California, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, whatever you, you guys do that. You guys do the paperwork, Springfield, Illinois, but yet yeah, you're not getting the Chicago money, but you know, whatever. So now we go to Golden State tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow night. The line is five and a half. It was seven and a half, but now the Draymond Green suspension came. Draymond Green uh, doing Draymond Green stuff. Him and Sabonis were tangled up doing fun things. And then uh, Sabonis grabbed. He did grab Draymond's ankle. He did. They're trying. It's a poor man's Carl uh, Malone, Dennis Rodman when they would tangle up. They wouldn't get suspended. They would fucking throw each other down like it was a roller derby match. Draymond did stomp the shit out of Sabonis and put all of his weight on it. Draymond's been hilarious, as always, of course. Then he does does a whole WWE thing, gets on the bench. The commissioner's right there. He's got the record. Of course, people are, I can't believe people are like, uh, 
saying they can't believe he got suspended. How can you not believe he got suspended? His fucking his record alone. But yeah, he put all of his weight on. But it, but his excuse afterwards at press conference, I had, yeah, I'm not that flexible. I had to put my foot down somewhere. Where can I put my foot down? It had to be on his lungs, and I had to press down on it. Then he said, I stomped too hard. Yeah, he did, he did some hard stomping. You did. Just not flexible. I'm only a professional athlete. I'm not that flexible. I'm a professional basketball player. Maybe the greatest athletes in the world. Meanwhile, there's footage of him kicking Steve Allen into balls. His fuck, he, looks like the, he looks like a rock cat. His legs like up to his ear. Yeah, no, you know what you're doing, Draymond. And the fact that he's denying it. Is hilarious. Players defending is also not helping. I like Shaq said, I would have done the same thing. We know Shaq. That's not helping. You're a fucking bully. You're making fun of players' hairlines and it's going viral and shit. Like you're just a bully. Also, Shaq, if you would have done the same thing, <laughs> Sabotis' lungs would have collapsed and he would have been flying around the arena like a deflated balloon. Stomp too hard. Stomp too hard has got to be a good. That's got to be a good slogan. T-shirt. Um, it reminds me of when I was in uh, Chicago one time. I saw a couple CTA workers. They were talking about like, yeah, did you hear about Billy? He uh, he he attacked a passenger or something. Like, oh man, why did he do that? It's like you know, working too hard. <laughs> yep, classic, classic working too hard. So. That was Draymond. Yeah. What, what happened, Draymond? I stomped too hard. Stomping wasn't a problem. I just stomped too hard. So people did, so this is a good built-in excuse. He did do he, he did this obviously versus the Cavs when he kicked LeBron James in the in the balls. And that cost him a championship. I don't think it'll cost him this game. I think uh Golden State will win this game. So I'm gonna give out two bombs on this one. I gotta play Daniel Tosh again. <laughs> Can you believe that? Daniel Tosh, right? Made this song. He also did a clip show. He did a talk soup, but for fucking kids. And uh, made $30 million a year on it. And he also wrote that song. <laughs> I went from Peter Tosh to Reggae Star to Daniel Tosh. I just refuse to say Tesh. So I'm going to go with all the Toshes I can think of. Um, Anyway, we're going to give out two bombs. We're going to give out Golden State Golden State minus three in the first half. Bomb it. <laughs> I have literally three fucking sound bites, and I just hit the wrong one. I mean, I still hit the wrong one. That is obviously my man-in-the-box sound bite for the end of the show when I do a man-in-the-box segment, which I will be doing. Stay tuned for that. But I wanted to do this one. Bomb it. First half, minus three. And we'll also go Golden State minus five and a half for the game. Game three. Tomorrow night in the fucking Silicon Valley arena. Golden State used to be in Oakland until they got good. And they're like, yeah, Oakland, you can't have good things. We are bringing you over to the rich part of town, San Francisco. We'll just call it the Bay. Yeah, we'll call it the Bay. You guys can still say, you know, be faithful to the Bay. You guys be faithful, but we're not going to be faithful to you. We are bringing in luxury seats, and we want uh, parking, and we want you scumbags outside selling tickets, not inside sitting with tickets. So, 
right. That is Golden State minus five and a half and minus first half <clears throat> three for uh, NBA. Draymond Green suspension. Uh, let's do, should we do one more? Or should I get this read done, I think? No, let me do one more. Let's get into this. Let me finish this because this is a good one. This is uh, also tomorrow, right? Clippers Phoenix. Yeah, Clippers Phoenix last night. They play tomorrow again. This NBA schedule, they're hilarious. I mean, they, whatever TV needs, that's what they do, which I get. The Lakers, they play tonight. They've been off since Sunday. Whatever LeBron, whatever you need, LeBron. What do you need, a week and a half? You and AD, whatever you, you tell me. Would you like this game in your driveway? We can do that for you. I like Memphis tonight, by the way, in that game, hopefully. But it also looks like the Lakers just might just, this is it. They, the league is just putting them through <laughs> regardless. But I can't give out official ones. I like Memphis. I like Milwaukee. And I like Denver. Six and a half and eight and a half. Denver, man, they just get disrespected. It's hilarious how much it's not hilarious how much people just refuse to believe Denver's good. <laughs> they're the one seed. They were the one seed by far all year. Yeah, they tailed off at the end just because they were bored. They had the one seed like locked up since fucking February. Why do I curse like that for no reason? Um, and people just refuse to believe, man, it's the air. It's the thin air up in Denver. Um all right, you know what? I'll do that. I'll break down real quick these tonight's games, and then I'll read, and then I'll come back to the Clippers Phoenix. Because Clippers Phoenix, I want to get into. That's fun. Uh, so Memphis plus one. I don't feel great about that, but I'll give out if you're for the YouTube bombers. Milwaukee minus six and a half. You're getting value here because probably no Giannis. I don't care. I really don't. I like them bouncing back. They can play without Giannis if they know. If they know there's no Giannis, they can play without him. The problem with game one was he got hurt mid-game. Like, uh-oh, they don't know what to do if, if it happens mid-game. Like, yeah, we don't really know how to plan and change plans. Uh, but Miami likes to take games off. Miami got their win. They were amazing. They shot. They scored 100. They won't score another. They won't score half that points tonight. So that's true. And then we're going to go Denver minus eight and a half. Um, Minnesota. If you played the zigzag system, Minnesota should be off back, but I don't, I don't trust Minnesota. And it's the air. It's the thin air up there. And Jokic, you, you, no one believes Jokic is good. <laughs> he's going to win. He's not going to win the MVP this year just because people are sick of him winning the MVP, even though his numbers are supposedly better than his last two years. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand modern NBA numbers, the advanced metrics and efficiency and all that. And like fucking like they all, they, he looks horrible out there. But apparently he's the greatest player on the planet. He looks like a gangly seven-foot white guy with a buzz cut. He makes great passes for a big man. I mean, I know he's good. It's just weird. It's just odd. That's modern NBA. Anyway. Um, all right. Let me quick read. And when I come back, I'm going to give out a, a real bomb for that Sacramento. What I mean, for the Clippers-Phoenix game. And then we'll do some ice bombs and then a man in the buck. I got to stop acting like a preview, like I'm going to commercial. I'm just telling you about the SGPN merch store, for crying out loud. That's who we're brought to you by. In honor of the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, which I've been talking about, get 10% off anything in the SGPN merch store. Use promo code SGPNNBA. Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com. Use SGPN 10% off everything. Mention one item. Oh God, I do this every time. I'm the anchor man. I'm fucking Will Ferrell and anchor man. Mention what item you like in a merch store. That's directions to me. That's not what I should be saying to you. 
And I will say this, like I said last time, I love the uh, man in the box shirts, t-shirts and hoodies at the SGPN merch store. Go ahead and get them. Matter of fact, I'm going to do a contest. J Mark told me about it. Turned me on to this for his show, Old Fashioned Football, which you guys should subscribe to. It's a, it's a great fantasy football show that he does with his wife. Who doesn't like that? Fun chemistry. And um, <clears throat> so if you write a review, five-star review, has to be five stars. What if you would do a one-star and a bad review, and a good review? That'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, best review? I'll pick one review out and I'll give a free Man in the Box shirt. How about that? That's no cheap thing either. Pretty pricey on there. Anyway. Um, thank you guys who are watching on uh, YouTube, excluding J Mark of Old Fashioned Football, Erica Kassen, anyone else who's afraid. I see there's numbers in there, but it's not popping up in the comments. So make sure you smash the subscribe button and like this video on YouTube. And that is the end of the reads. Now I can open up and really talk some bottom line bombs. One last NBA bomb, then I'll get to the hockey, then man in the box. There's a beer sound too. Oh. What else? I, I my hand my hand just hit like five buttons in a row. That's why you need a producer. But I refuse. <laughs> I just say I refuse. They 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 refuse to give me one. Um, oh, thank. Let me let me put that up on the board for sure. You goddamn right, old fashioned football. Um, all right, so this is where you can do some comments. So, like I was talking about in the beginning of the show, you're supposed to have engaging questions for the audience. Give them a reason to put comments in the comments. Don't just say comment in a comment, but you have to give them a reason why. And this is a fun. This is because uh, sparking online debate was a big thing this week. Clippers, Phoenix, I play tomorrow. Two and a half. <laughs> I know. I forgot to think of a third uh, Tosh. That's right. Erica Casa says the NBA song was written on a Toshiba computer or a sound effect or a uh, accord, not accordion. Why, do I, why can't I think of a fucking the electric keyboard? Why can't xylophone? What, what, what's wrong with me? Um, anyway, point is. Phoenix is so fucking hateable. They won last night. Are they the only team with the, with the... What is with the NBA with the parents in the crowd, too? Like, I get the parents are rooting for like, oh, there's Devin Booker's dad. There's Kevin Durant's mom. They should hook up, by the way. I need those two to hook up. Get them in the same section. I can't have, I can't have separate fucking camera angles of these two. Hook up. I don't care what you got to do. But I don't remember growing up and seeing, like, you know... Well, I'm saying Michael Jordan. There's a reason why you didn't see his dad in the crowd. But you know what I mean? Like, you, know, you didn't see fucking Bill Lambeer's parents in the crowd. What the hell's going on out there? It's because Devin Booker, everyone, the whole league is fucking their, their children. Talented children, but their children are the men. Phoenix is so fucking hateable. My God. Chris Paul is so hateable. His Who are those commercials for, by the way? The state, the Chris Paul fucking insurance commercials. They've been going on forever. He is so unlikable. I when he did his twin brother, I hated both of them. It was like Wario and fucking Luigi. I mean, anyway. 
This is going to be a tough turnaround for them two days afterwards, especially since they have no bench. And I like, and I like the Kevin Durant uh, defenders. Durant and Booker both played like 45 minutes both games. Like, well, he has no bench. He needs help. Well, there's, the reason why he doesn't have any bench is because they traded for they traded their bench for Kevin Durant. That's how that works. You just don't get, well, why can't Kevin Durant just go to the Phoenix and Phoenix's entire team stay intact? You know, like betting for LeBron. Good point. I'll put that across up there. To be fair, Cost says there's no way Lambeer's parents <laughs> liked him to show up. Um, yeah, but it was probably mutual, that's for sure. Uh, so I like this. I like the, I like the Clippers here, plus two and a half at home. Uh, Phoenix is a little overrated because they are pretty shallow on the bench. And people just assume you throw Kevin Durant. And they are obviously their most talented. You have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul. No one can compete with that. But they've only played together for like six games or some shit. Or eight games. So, I don't know. Clippers at, at night, I think they can get that game. I think Phoenix does eventually win this series, but I think it might go seven. So, we're going to take the two and a half. Uh, Westbrook has been hilarious. Here's a couple things that sparked an online debate. I posted a video. Uh, I like to post men. Like I said, I just post some man in a box clips here uh, from my show. I do own several ones. When I was talking about Westbrook after the first game, he got in a fight with a fan or, you know, a confrontation with a fan, not a fight. And um, he was young at his dad who calls him Westbrook. I mean, granted, Westbrook's pretty sensitive. Calls him West Brick, and his kid is right there. They're like in some VIP area, and he's like eating a steak. The kid's eating an eight dollar steak with no utensils. It was, it was it's ridiculous. You know, Westbrook's like, "Watch your fucking mouth!" And the dad's yelling at him, and the kid's just trying to eat a steak. And my point was, the NBA has too the access is too much with these fans. They're too close to the players. And it's not just these VIP, but the new stadiums do that. The Vi- and the NFL, all these stadiums do it now. The Vikings have like the thing where the players have to walk through like a TGI Fridays to get to their locker room and, the, and there's idiot fans eating wings and shit. And then <laughs> the same thing too. It's like at halftime, all of a sudden Westbrook's like in a VIP suite next to this fan who's heckling. I'm like, well, how's this, how's this possible? Clear the shit up. Anyway, I posted it, and uh, that's a problem with reels and stuff like that. Uh, it goes out there, and then you get people comment on it, and I don't like people commenting on it. I take it very offensive. So, guy, some guy commented on it, goes, this shows you're a fuck. You don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. This was a certain area that uh, that was not way to the locker room. Like He got lost. So tell Westbrook to take the other way. All right, first of all, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll tell Westbrook that. That's what I'll do. Before you talk shit. He was obviously a Suns fan. Um, so Westbrook got lost? Is that, what you're, is that what you're saying? I don't... Anyway, I like sparking online, online uh, debate. Another video I posted from the show got that too. I was talking about the man in the box about... Uh, <clears throat> a guy in a plane who refused to open his window. Not refused. Yeah, he said to open his window. When the entire flight was looking outside the window because it was a, this amazing view of the Grand Canyon. The pilot's like, hey, you got to look at the Grand Canyon right now. We have a better view than, like, paid helicopter tours. And the whole plane did. And this one guy in my row who was, like, watching Law and Order on his laptop was like, what's up? What? Oh, okay. And they didn't, still didn't open the thing. And it was, like, right towards the end of the flight. And I was... So I posted a clip of it making fun of him. Not making fun of him. Yeah, making fun of that concept. And I, I with that, it's, and then in a minute clip, 
it, you can't put context in it, you know? I mean, just some context, but. Obviously, I'm not all for everyone open the windows at all times and on flight and so to blind people. But like this was like the entire flight was looking at Grand Canyon, this amazing view. He's like, yeah, I'd rather watch this Law and Order episode. When's the, when's the next time I'll be able to see a Law and Order episode? Oh, everywhere in the world at all times. And there's a, what's that? One of God's marvelous creations to my right? Yeah, I don't want to turn my head to the right. Anyway, so I got a lot of, I got a lot of comments back on that saying how rude it is open the window and I'm wrong and all this shit. A one guy goes, you're not the main character. Actually, I am in this video. I'm the main character. I'm the only guy. I'm the man in the box, but that's not the point. I bring this up because first of all, let me give out that Clippers plus two and a half bomb it. Official NBA bomb. Because this is the engagement thing. I do like when someone puts a, a, a strong opinion online, whatever it is, they think everyone's going to rally behind them. And then <laughs> the temperature is taken and it is, they are sorely mistaken. So they walk it back a little bit and then they start making things up. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, Anthony Bass had that happen to him this week. He tweeted a picture of his two kids flying in uh, whatever in the airplane seats flying in the airplane seats, taking a United flight with a comment on there and there's popcorn all on the floor. And it goes, United airlines flight attendant just made my pregnant wife get on her hands and knees and clean up this mess that my kids made with popcorn. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. And uh, thinking it was going to spark outrage. Like, I can't believe you guys United made this mom clean up after her own kids. And everyone's like, yeah, no, they should. Fuck you. Who, who should clean this? He goes, he responded back, the cleaning crew, they pay. First of all, I hope it doesn't. I take, I, <laughs> I'm going to assume I want to give uh, Anthony Bass a little credit and say he wasn't there and he was getting the message relayed to him from his wife. Cause that'd been hilarious if he was there taking photos of his pregnant wife on her hands and knees, cleaning up the popcorn while he's tweeting this out and not helping at all. That would be a baseball player that I know, but let's get into it. So people, and then it actually split the point who should clean it up afterwards. Popcorn is a fucking mess always. So he started walking it back by saying, listen, United gave us the popcorn. It came from them. Which I don't believe. I do not believe that's true. I've never been on a flight that's given out popcorn. Maybe I'm... Oh, also, during my uh, open-the-window flight guy, some, uh, some other, someone put a comment on her like, you obviously only fly one time a year, so it must be a big thing for you to see the Grand Canyon, but not for me. Like, what an absurd opinion to have in 2023. Um, but popcorn is already a disaster. I doubt United gave... Uh, gave them popcorn. Popcorn can only be eaten one way by a heaping handful jammed into your mouth or overflowing where half of it hits the outside of your face. The other half drips down and then you chomp on maybe three or four kernels. That's the only way to eat popcorn. You have to fist it. Like you're putting your hand in a, like Roger Clemens hammering his hand into a barrel of rice. Anyway, everyone was obviously 
<laughs> on the the flight attendant side. Although the flight attendants do get a little ridiculous. Keep on, you pick that up. It's a bit weird doing that. She also bet they're first class. But also, I can't. I mean, it's one of those rare ones where they're both at fault. I'm not defending the flight attendant. Say, pick that shit up. Like, listen, it's bad. Obviously, you hate it. Complain to someone else. Make a TikTok. Be like everyone else. Make a TikTok and shame customers that way. But, you know, there's bad days on a job. Also, fuck her, the wife, the mom, for letting her kids just throw popcorn all over the place and thinking someone else is going to clean it up. That's the thing that he's goddamn. I sat, I was on a flight the other day, and, uh, recently, Sunday, actually. Kid behind me, video game, no headphones. How do moms, parents allow this shit? And it was this techno song. It was like on the main menu parts. It just kept looping and looping. At least it wasn't sound bites. And I had to literally just wait till the batteries ran out on this thing. I go, hey, mom, you want to tell your kid to put some headphones in? I told him. Okay. Tell him again. Why would parents tell you that? I told him. What can I do? Nothing I can do. Do you want to tell? I, it's a, you know. Listen, <laughs> I wish, I wish they would listen to me. Yeah, you, they're supposed to. Fucking make sure they do. Do something about it. You can hit them. We're not going to report it. Trust me. I will not report you hitting your kid on this airplane if it makes him put headphones in this video game. <sighs> anyway, that's my Golden State. That's <laughs> my Clippers analysis. <laughs> Good Lord. Did I fucking put... Uh... Did I do, um, oh, here's my bombs right here. We're also going to take the, oh, uh, I forgot to put, so let me just recap real quick the NBA bombs. Then I'll get into some, some uh, ice talk that we did that in the beginning. That was a lot. I was like, that was doing some man in the box talk right there. Uh, real quick, the NBA bombs. We're going to do Memphis. Tonight's games, it's officially, obviously, because you only people I'm going to hear it before they start and use it. Memphis plus one, Milwaukee minus six and a half, Denver minus eight and a half. Triple bomb. And official ones, we're going to go Golden State minus five and a half. Minus three first half. Over 239 and a half. That's three bombs in the Golden State game. That's a, that's a heavy investment. And Clippers plus two and a half. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. More comments in the uh, YouTube. Make sure you do that. And before now, we'll get into some of the NHL. Old Fashioned says he once went home as a young child. Told his daddy learned he couldn't hit me because it was abuse that I could call the cops. He said, if you call the cops on him, you better call an ambulance too. <laughs> well, that's good old fashioned Iowa parenting there from J Mark over there. I'm gonna get it. And it's true. Absolutely. I mean, we we I mean, I was a kid too, obviously. We were monsters. We were especially uh, loudmouth, you know, cocky ones. And you got to teach them. Teach them real quick. I just love when parents say that. I told them. Yeah, I don't want to be the bad guy here. Fucking <laughs> okay, You are the bad guy. In much worse ways. Anyway. 
As a as a father of zero, I like to tell people how to parent, and uh, I, I only believe in certain things. Beat the shit out of it until it puts headphones in its in its Xbox, Xbox Game Boys. I was there still playing. Saw that Tetris movie. I won't get into that. Um, go see Renfield. I'll say I'll plug Renfield. Speaking of. <laughs> Written by the great Ryan Ridley of Channel 101. Speaking of Eric Acosta. Uh, all right, so let's get into some ice bombs. Like I said, we went seven and two. There's four games tonight, four games tomorrow. That's the difference between NHL and NBA playoffs right there. The NHL playoffs, they just it's an onslaught of games every night. Full schedule. They don't stretch it out nine weeks. They're like hockey's like an indie band. They're scheduling. Like get in the van. We're in Toledo tomorrow night. Then we got to, <laughs> you know, then we're back in Indiana, Fort Wayne. We got a gig there one night on a Tuesday at eight o'clock. You know, get the hell now, get the hell. Now we're going to Tampa Bay for some reason. Why? Because they gave the team, they gave a team to Tampa Bay. We didn't, we didn't know. Why do we have to drive? Because we're hockey. Um, Right. So like we said, so the system went. Six and two, and I added the seventh play. Technically, these two games were outside of the system. I said if you the real system went four and oh, bingo. But I like to play all of them because it's 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 the action, it's the juice. And if we didn't do that, like I said, the system are you play the money the money line dogs game one. If they win good, you shut it down, which that happened pretty much all across the board. And if they lose, you play them game two. The theory being they're not going to lose them both, and you'll win on the plus money. But it's supposed to be a dog of 150 or under, and Florida is not that. They're plus 190. So I want to play it just because for the action, why not? And you get you get a chance. Because if we didn't do that, then we wouldn't have played um, who last night? Seattle, the Kings. They're all big dogs that came in for us. So we're going to play Florida and the Islanders plus 190 and plus 150. And if they win, that means the system goes 8 and 0. That's incredible. With the bonus making 9 and 0. That's 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 what's great about the system. You get to chase your own system. Anyway. Um some fun game. So I will not be playing it, but uh I will give out. I, this is an official play. That Islanders Carolina under five and a half. That's that might hit every single game. We're giving that out again. Islanders Carolina under five and a half. That's got to be that's got to be an even five. So this will be the last time you can get it at five and a half. I bet. So under five and a half Islanders Carolina bomb that. Uh, the four games tonight. You got Islanders Carolina, Florida, Boston. I mean, I'm going to take Florida just for the hell of it, but I think Boston is going to smoke them. So I can't. I, I, I'm advising my clients to stay away from that game. Um, Dallas in regulation minus one ten versus Minnesota. Dallas was a way better team, but that that's the absurdity of hockey. They got Minnesota's got a kid who was playing for the Gophers like a week ago in the national championship game. They lost the championship game to Quinnipiac in overtime. Six days later, he's on the fucking wild playing in the NHL playoffs. What what are the rules here in the NHL? They have like WNBA type contracts. (laughs) Here you go, Angel Reese. You just won the championship. Now you're playing for the Lynx tomorrow morning. Get on a bus. 
so wild. Um, speaking of wild, we're going to take Dallas to even up the series at minus 110 in regulation. Um, bomb that. And Edmonton versus the Kings. Edmonton. We have a big future on Edmonton. If they go down 0-2, that's real trouble. So this is my favorite play of the night of all of, besides the under in Islanders, Carolina. We're going to go Edmonton in regulation, minus 130. They, they, they will beat the Kings. With Connor McGregor, Connor McDavid, whatever, whatever Irishman steps up. Whatever what I call him. But the official bombs go out for Thursday's NHL, which is a whole new slate. And like I said, we can shut down the system and book ourselves a winner. You don't have to even the series up. I think they do even. I think every. I think Toronto, Colorado, and New Jersey all even the series up. New Jersey looks so bad. Rangers look so much better than them that New Jersey has to win. Like I said, hockey belongs in a mall. New Jersey has to be back in. New Jersey Devils have to be back at hockey again. They have to be good at hockey again. Stanley Cup celebrations in a mall parking lot, Jersey trash. This is what NHL American hockey is all about. Rivalry with the Rangers. Yes, New York's better than New Jersey. We get it. But you're not better at being trash than we are. Jersey is hockey. So let's give out Jersey minus 129. Toronto in regulation. Uh, they're hilarious. Tampa Bay. I mean, Toronto. Every year. They haven't won a playoff series like since fuck who knows. 1980. They haven't won a cup since 1940. That's all they talk about is this drought, drought. And they're like, every year, this is gonna be the year. We're finally gonna do it. We even got revenge versus Tampa Bay. Fucking done. Three-nothing first period. That was great. Well, that was fun. That is a disgusting act. They were booed off the ice after one period. <laughs> Amazing. So, thing with hockey, and like you can't, you can't, you have to ignore what you saw last game. I think they come out a little more even. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay might be a problem. We just wrote them off because we were because we were sick of them. Basically, because of Jokic, they're basically the Nuggets. Although they've won a cup, they won. They went back. They won two cups, and then they went to the third, almost won that. But like, ah, because they played like nine full seasons in three years because of all the games they've played. And just because we're just sick of them, like, eh, they're not going to win. Then we, then they, then they score seven goals the first game. Like, ah, maybe they can. Oh yeah. They were the champs, right? Three years in a row, basically. But we'll go with Toronto tied up and Colorado. Listen, I love the Kraken and I love Seattle. And I have Seattle. I gave out Seattle in six plus seven fifty. And I still love that. Obviously love and win game one, but Colorado will even a series <laughs> Colorado's hurt, but they're not that hurt. I mean, they have, they got, they have talent up and down the roster. So we're going to give Colorado on regulation, Toronto on regulation. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can do, you bet three ways, kind of like soccer because overtime happens so much. One fun way to bet hockey, by the way, is just to bet overtime. Just bet that something, something, something that it's good. Everything's going to be even Steven because it usually is. Um, we're not going to touch Vegas though, by the way, which is a shame because I like Winnipeg. I do, but uh, I love all their fans. Winnipeg, horrible rundown city. 
I have fun in. I've been up there. Rumors, good comedy club. Um, but they're fans. I mean, because they, they literally have nothing. Manitoba. All the cities around Canada make fun of Winnipeg. Like, oh, God, you're going to Winnipeg? Yikes. Literally nothing there. So they love their Jets. Vegas, they don't really know what's going on, but they like to bet, and it's fun. And they're a good team, but apparently they've, they did it with all smoke and mirrors. That's what they say this year. Literally smoke and mirrors. They do a Vegas light show before to get the, their playoff run. It's awesome. They do like a Vegas fucking, like a real Vegas show. Like a 30-minute show with actors like acting out the Golden Knights and like Sir Lancelot. And it's incredible. They have house music playing. If you're, it's like a club. They're really banking on the other team just being hung over. <laughs> you know, it's how Vegas, that's how Vegas's business model is. Get you, get, get tourists fucked up and take all their money. So that's what they're going to do. Ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give out that bomb. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Vegas is going to, they didn't look good. Let's forget it. Winnipeg is going to feel themselves. They're out of Manitoba. You can't hang out for three days in Vegas. You can get that first game, but now day three in Vegas, that sounds like, a, that feels like a month. So let's parlay Vegas and Toronto. Let's do Vegas in regulation. I just, I, I like when I talk myself into a bomb. Brand new bomb. Maybe my favorite hockey bomb. Vegas game two Thursday. Bomb it. All right. Now let's switch over to. We are I am. We are I am the man in the box. What time are we looking at here? Oh, my God. It's one o'clock. 53 minutes into the show. I Every time, I'm like, I'm going to cut this short. I'm going to recap the games, give out NHL, NBA, man in box, bang. Should be 45 minutes. Not even close. Because I got into those airplane stories. That picture was hilarious with the popcorn. And the parents and the kids. Thank you once again, everyone. In the YouTubes. Like it. And if you're uh, listening... On Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to your, wherever pods are told, make sure you're subscribed to this thing. Give a five-star review because that's what the algorithms need. Uh, I was going to talk about how hard it is to order fucking to go. Um, order to go. I was going to say order to go. I haven't been, I've been on the road a lot this last um, month or so. So I've been, I haven't been unpacking my suitcase. I'm, I'm here. I'm in home in LA from like Monday to Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I come and I travel Thursday for the weekend of shows and I come back like Sunday night or Monday sometimes. So I haven't been eating well, obviously when you're on the road, you eat terribly. At least I do. And so I haven't been going to the grocery store either because I'm only here for half the week. So that's not good. That's not good for anything. So I call, I, so I haven't, I don't, I try not to get delivery. That's wild expensive. It's so wild and expensive now because you can't even, you can't even call the places directly anymore. You can't even call these places directly anymore to pick it up. So I'll call to pick up something. And that I have to go through, I have to sign up for like a DoorDash account, you know, a Grubhub thing, go service charge for them just so they can order. I can't, can I just call the restaurant? Nope. It goes like to a third party. 
I just wanted, I just wanted, I literally just wanted a turkey sandwich from All About the Bread on uh, Santa Monica. Great place. Just the name All About the Bread in LA is audacious for them, where everyone hates bread. It's a war on bread. You know what? We're all about the fucking bread here. And they are. It's good. Um, but I, it took me like 20 minutes just to sign up for an account. Like, I don't want it. I'm giving you my social security number for a turkey sandwich over here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What happens if I call them? Nope. They like intervene. They jump in like an operator, Lily Tomlin style. I love dating myself with references. My references are so old. I wasn't even around for Lily Tomlin's operator character. But I grew up watching reruns of it. They started laughing. She did on Saturday Night Live as well. Lily Tomlin still still kicking around. Eighty for Brady. Um, yeah, so I call. Then it's they don't even deal that they hate you. But and I, and I and I imagine it's taking money from them, the restaurant. But it's like they look like there's nothing we can do either. You go to them like there's nothing we can do. These are they are our overlords. This fucking third party delivery system. How did they get into pickup business? Is what I want to know. All of a sudden, now I'm working for them. I get the delivery. Okay, you do, you you pick up other people's delivery. You deliver where restaurants don't have a delivery driver, but they do it like for regular pizza joints too. Pizza joints that used to be part of the thing. They would have their own delivery guy, and it was free, or they would charge a couple bucks. Although growing up, my my dad would always make us pick it up. Not to get into a Sebastian Maniscalco bit, but like, yeah, what's the point? It's down the street. Pick it up, and he's right. It's quicker. But then you got to drive with that fucking pizza sitting in shotgun seat. You put the seatbelt on it. It's moving around. But I just don't get how they got into the pickup business. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a goddamn driver for DoorDash. You become like a, a freelance worker for them. Do I get insurance with this for picking up my turkey sandwich? For you DoorDash? I mean, do, I have to, do I have to fucking throw a W-9 your way? Come tax season? Oh, don't even get me into tax season. Uh, anyway, we are here in a box. Oh, anyway, so what else we were going to say? <laughs> Good God. I have to fucking... Put a good drink, so... This is what I was going to say. Let me start the show now, 58 minutes into it. God, I just go off and on and on and on. But this is what I was going to say. So, um, traveling tomorrow to Denver, doing shows this weekend in Denver, Colorado. 420 show tomorrow. What's better than 420 in Denver? How on brand is that? Going to be with the great TJ Miller. Nick Vatterot is also coming out because we're going to do a special show from the Shining uh, Hotel. Or where they filmed The Shining. And we're going to watch the movie and we're going to do a mystery science theater style with a crowd and like do jokes about The Shining. Yeah, maybe we'll get into that instead of Southwest. Or should I talk about that afterwards? I don't know. I'm excited. It should be fun. It's going to be creepy, of course. Stephen King famously said he doesn't know why Stanley Kubrick made that movie because he made it like there was nothing like the book. It was just it was just to terrify people. Like, he just hurt people, he said, and it was. Stanley Kubrick, by the way. Can we get a little, a little overrated here? Come on. I mean, I like Kubrick. Everyone likes Kubrick. But oh my God, the 
the overbearing of what a genius he is because he because he makes a movie once every twelve years. He's dead now, but it makes it seem more important than it was. He's like Albert Brooks. Just because Albert Brooks makes a comedy where he won nine years doesn't mean he's a fucking genius. It just means he's like the rest of us. He doesn't want to keep writing this shit and make money. He's not, you're like, oh, what are you waiting for the perfect script? And then the perfect script is the muse. Get the, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? A lot, I like a lot of Kubrick's genius is just berating Shelley Duvall in that movie. He would just fucking, you call her, you dumb fucking bitch. Get the line, right? Then they go, hey, Jackie, can you, can you need anything? Need a coffee or anything? Can I get you a blanket, Jackie? You're cold out here in the snow? Shelly Duvall, you dumb whore. Jesus, he's a, well, he's an artist. Stanley Kubrick's an artist. Um, so anyway, looking forward to it. Should we, should we get going on, uh, Southwest, maybe. They shut down yesterday. Computer problem. Sorry. Southwest makes up hilarious excuses every time. Computer, what can we do? Shut down all our flights. We'll give you a voucher. We keep coming back. I got I got such an abusive relationship with Southwest. One, they fly out of Burbank, and Burbank's an amazing airport if you live in LA. And they're cheap. They you can move your flights at any time. It's like a hitting a snooze alarm. Oh, you mean you can't hit the 10? All right, make it the 11. Make it the 12, whatever. You know what? Four o'clock today. No problem. Free bags, the whole deal. Open seating. I don't really like open seating as much, to be honest with you. It used to like open seating back when it was a democratic system. But now it's rigged. It's a rigged game. It used to be the working man seating. You used to have to get up at least 24 hours. You punch in and you had a, you're getting yourself an A. If you had your life in order, I did a 24-hour thing this morning for my flight tomorrow morning, and uh, on the dot, as soon as it hits, 9 o'clock, click, I'm B, like 36. What? How is that possible? It's possible because they've sold us. They've sold out. Now you can get business select for $15. You fuck, you... Gave these privileges, you you, you 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 took a knee to the lazy for fifteen dollars Southwest, and they and oh god, they feel they feel like they're VIP, they feel like they're first class for paying business select. What business are you in, taking a Southwest flight to Phoenix? There's no businesses being run, businessmen on a Southwest flight. Oh god, are they, are they fucking arrogant too? That A1 through 30 business select. Go to hell. Go to hell. That's the new like $8 blue check Twitter, whatever it is. Verified blue checks. I don't even get into that. People are outraged about it. I will not pay for a blue check Twitter. Yes, you will. If you if you could be assured that people didn't know you paid. That's the problem with the paying for a check blue check Twitter. Elon's kind of right. The people would pay it, but not if people know. Like you have the New York Times giving an attitude. We will. We refuse to pay. All right, get over yourself. 
I love how everyone's telling Elon Musk how to run this company. It's a dying financial disaster. I'm not, I'm not an Elon Musk defender by any means, but it's just so funny. Yeah, you're running to the ground. No, it was ran into the ground because we're assholes. Anyway, Southwest check-ins are rigged game. That's all I got to say in the man in the box. That's going to do it for the bottom line bombs today. I won't recap it. I mean, I gave out, Jesus, I gave out a lot. A lot of hockey, a lot of NBA. Some tonight, if you want to get in on it, the official ones for tomorrow. Um, go back, listen to it. Subscribe to the YouTube, smash five stars, give a good review. Uh, check me out in Denver if you're in Denver, Colorado this weekend. Um, if not, Make sure you tune in with XFL Gambling Podcast if you're watching live is after this with J Mark of old-fashioned football, the one who's told try to tell his dad that he's going to call the cops on his dad, and the great Colby D, Picks Dundee. Um, it's a fun show. It's coming on up after this. Subscribe to the XFL Gaming Podcast while you're at it. And, of course, subscribe to the Bottom Line Bombs and everything on SGPN. And uh, go to the merch store. Get a Man in the Box shirt. Write a review, and you'll get a free Man in the Box shirt. If I choose you. If you choose me. All right. Have a good one.